Welcome in to From the Nosebleeds. Uh, my name is Vince Lobiondo. I'm here with uh, Seamus Doyle and Pat O'Leary, my guys. Is that Harry Styles playing right now? <laughs> no. What you're hearing is, uh, if you remember last week on the show, uh, I uh, gave a plug to our boy Noah Richardson. This is his song, Lowercase Letters, which just hit over 3,000 streams on Spotify. Congratulations, Congratulations Noah. Congratulations to our boy. Very good um, Again, if you haven't heard it yet... You're hearing it in the background right now. Can I yeah, do? Go give it a listen. Can I do Noah's? Uh, can I say Noah's name in a Dan Baker voice? Yeah, go ahead. I'm sure he would love that. Now streaming on Spotify. What number would he be? Uh, Somebody give me a number. number three thousand. Number three thousand. Noah Richardson. <laughs> and that's your plug, Perfect. Noah. I'm sure he's gonna love that. No, to I'm everybody real, listening, I can't, I can't stop bumping that song. I was literally everywhere. It's I go. fucking just, phenomenal. To everyone listening right now, with the turn of the weather. Couldn't be better. Yeah. I, I Now, if we want to listen to Noah, right, do we just type in Noah Richardson on Spotify? Yeah. yeah. All right. So if you want to hear the... Uh, I don't know how these things work. You're such a boomer. I don't know how yeah, they right. work. You're 20... What? Five? 24. Right? He's going to be 25 in August. And I have better Ooh. hair than you do, Taylor. Guaranteed. I can't wait till you're bald. <laughs> but other than that, um, Noah, I just want to send my heartfelt congratulations. I have a Noah story for you. I, I remember one of the first times I ever met Noah, and this is like where he died. He didn't die. It's the exact. <laughs> I'm not like eulogizing him, but I'm just saying like one of the first times I ever really met Noah on like a man to man basis, if you will, was at a party in Westchester. And uh, he was pretty drunk and I was pretty drunk and he took his shirt off and I was like, man, that guy is ripped. <laughs> and I was like, I want to be friends with him. I mean, it started off homoerotic and it ended off homoerotic. Yep. And I think I played beer pong with him that night, although I'm not sure how, like... You I, probably didn't hit it. The only reason why I'm getting this, like, I, on the record is because when Noah is, like, really famous and he's playing at the Wells Fargo Center, I want this to be on record, like, you know, because he's going to deny that he knows me, probably, which <laughs> I don't blame him. I would. But um, I, I do have some screenshots. Like, when I found out that Noah was actually, like, good at music, I was like, all right, Anything like involving any interaction between me and him, I'm going to screenshot <laughs> just so I have it for evidence for the future when he forgets who I am. I met the dude in eighth grade. Uh, his school like merged with ours and in eighth grade and our teacher called him Keith for the whole entire year because he said he <laughs> reminded him of Keith Richards from uh, Rolling Stones. So wait, this is like destiny almost. Yeah. So it's Noah Richardson, Noah Richardson of uh, what the hell is that song called that we just played? Lowercase letters. Lowercase letters. He got compared to Keith Richards when he was a child, and now he is singing like Harry Styles, which is no, you know, Keith Richards. But he's in the music business. That's pretty go. cool. Good for him. It's. I'm glad he's not a rapper. I'm just so happy he's not a rapper. <laughs> now there's enough. Like you have, and I love rappers, but it's like everyone knows somebody our age that is an aspiring rapper. Yeah, SoundCloud you know what I mean. Rapper. Like at least like he's it's nice to be friends with a SoundCloud singer. At least well, he's a, now he's on Spotify, but he's a singer songwriter too. Yeah. He's basically Bob Dylan, but pretty. Dude, just to tell like the last story to He's get off this topic, but I remember when we were up the mountains the weekend we went to the Pleasure Dome. Great weekend. We were all playing beer pong. That was Taylor's screen name on uh, AIM, the Pleasure Dome. We were all playing beer pong, and uh, he disappeared from the room for like an hour or so, 
and you heard like a guitar going in his bedroom up the mountains. And uh, wait, did you guys bring like strippers back or no? No, this was before the. Oh, okay. Oh, it was though. before the strip club. Yeah. Okay. But um, about a couple weeks later was when he released his first SoundCloud demo, and he told us that like in that hour that he disappeared from beer pong, he randomly got inspired, wrote a whole song, and recorded it. See, that's wow. how like I'm telling you right now, that is like a typical like musician move. Yeah. Like if you if you watch an interview with like one of the great songwriters, like uh, hate to say, hate to say it, Lennon McCart McCartney. Whatever. Uh, who the hell's the other songwriter that's good? Bob Dylan. Bob Dylan. Like, if you watch, like, interviews with people like that, Van Morrison, pre-anti-COVID songs, by the way. Did you hear about that, Taylor? So, Van Morrison, a brown-eyed girl fame, and we get, you got to pull up the song at some point during the show. Uh, he is... He collaborated with Eric Clapton of Cocaine and Layla fame, I guess. Uh, and he wrote three anti-lockdown songs. <laughs> and the lyrics are so absurd. No, seriously. They are so absurd and so uh, childish that like you won't even believe that that these people are serious. He's over there frantically typing right now. <laughs> find these Dude, songs. for example, one of the song titles is called No More Lockdown. <laughs> I mean, that's just right on the nose. And he's like, basically, he's he not messing around. He's just going right for it. Dude. There's no there's no hidden meanings here. <laughs> but like. He was like basically saying like, hey, listen, like musicians are struggling right now because of the pandemic, which, okay, I understand that. I understand it's frustrating for, it's not just frustrating for musicians. It's, it's frustrating for, for all of us. But at the same time, we know that there's a reason for these lockdowns and it's to keep people safe. But he goes the extra step by saying uh, the science is wrong, pretty much. The British government has been lying to us. Basically the same like anti uh, vaxxer, like what the anti-vaxxers are saying in the U.S. The boomers are eating these songs up, aren't they? And the anti-Fauci set, you know how we have a lot of anti-Fauci sentiment mm -hmm. in the in the U.S. That yeah. poor man. He's basically saying the th same things about the health ministers in uh, Britain. So I mean, yeah, Van Morrison took a big left turn from Brown Eyed Girl to uh, No More Lockdowns. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Anyway, shout out to Noah. <laughs> shout out to Noah. So we, it always goes off the rails. Good God. Off the Rouse is a great bar. Great bar. Media. We have to segue into my big announcement here. Oh, yeah. So hold on. Let me set this up real quick. Taylor, you have um, done something on this podcast that I didn't think would ever be done. I think you have contributed to the following announcement uh, that Vince is about I to was, share. I was blown away when I I, I, I think he had Taylor in mind when he made this decision, but um, maybe not. Maybe not. Go ahead, Vince. The floor is yours. Um, starting last week, I've been... Uh, I've been going on a regimen of I'm not eating out on the weekends and I'm also not drinking for a month. So this week, f this past weekend was my first sober weekend out at the bars where I did not drink Taylor's a like, single. Towers like congratulations, you piece of shit. This is this is amazing. This is progress. <laughs> I went out. I, did, I, did you get the shakes? No. On Saturday night? No. But I, I drove out to the bars on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Looking in the eyes of the devil. I Yeah, I know. <laughs> he went right I, I, I was the DD for my friends. You know, I drank Whoa. nothing but waters. That's amazing. Yeah, no, he kept posting on the story that he was drinking water, and I'm hammered. It was almost time. harder to not eat, dude. Like, I was out on Sunday at a bar with my friends, and they were drinking and eating, and I was sitting there just sipping water like, oh, my God. It's, in it's interesting, Taylor, that you use the word uh, progress, because if you take a look at Vince's life, like in all aspects, dating back like let's let's say 2014, 2015, Vince, just the the, the politics, the 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 self destruction, the the everything in between, that the maggot O teenager, that the everything, the senior summer <laughs> shit, literally a teenager. Well, that wasn't until 2017. No, I understand that. I'm just saying, just look at how much this this man has turned from a young boy 
young handsome boy into a strong handsome man like in all aspects he's just i'm can't. really thinking that you're secretly gay. <laughs> why, why would you say i mean there's nothing wrong with that every young, man that you bring up young strong handsome boy yeah you just mentioned how good they look that's not true i only if there's a you good clearly <laughs> done it to every single man besides van morris in this episode well, I mean, back in the day, I'm Van. Surprised you didn't say it about Van. Yeah. Well, Van Morrison didn't look bad back in the day. I mean, <laughs> well, there you go. Now you've when he was younger, in fact, you know the song. When he was um, a young, strong, lean boy. You know the song "Moon Dance," right? Well, it's a marvelous yeah, night Morrison for a moon dance. <laughs> All right, so the cover for "Moon Dance," he's got a nice beard, and I, I think it looked, I think it looked good. Anything like mine? No, yours is good from a distance. <laughs> anyway, I figured uh, I figured I had to break that news to you on uh, on air because I so Vince, thought you'd be happy. Vince, can we dive deeper into this? Like, I just sure. realized, wait, you shaved too? Oh my god! Yeah, I did. I shaved right. I shaved like right after I got home from our last show. Now, wow. now, Vince, was this a decision that you feel like you had to make in order to like progress as a human, or was this just like an experiment? So really, I'm I'm just trying to like I'm trying to lose weight. Like I'm changing my diet in general, like forever. But I was like, for this month, I want to put myself through like the ringer and do no drinking and no eating okay. out, no cheat days at all. For now, a month. now, now, Vince, what is your goal? Like, what is your end goal? Do you have like a time frame? Like, I know you said a month. So like in this month, I'm gonna go hard, and then like I just want my diet to change in general. Okay, like but by going hard, what do you mean? Like I work out five days a week. I'm, I just went food shopping yesterday for all healthy shit that I'm going to be eating. And then as long as long as this month goes on, no eating out and no drinking. Now, what is your goal as far as your physique goes? I'm, I'm very I'm curious trying to, about trying that. to get a little slimmer. You know, I weigh I weighed myself yesterday and I was less than I expected. I was no way you can see you shirtless. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not that. It's just give, like, it, a, <laughs> give it like a couple. Months. No, it's it's. But by the end of this, I would like to see it before and after. Yeah, sure. sure. <laughs> but I, I weighed he in at to see two shirtless. I pictures. thought I was gonna weigh in at two ten. I weighed in at two hundred. Okay, so that's now that's, a, that's I, better. I do have a request. Just, I mean, I'm your friend. You know, you're my coworker in a sense because this is, you know, this is a job. <laughs> this is getting fucking weird. No, yeah, I do. Have, I do have is. a question, and I think the listeners would be, you know, interested in this. Sure, Vince, you're you're not like a fat person, but you're not necessarily like, oh my god, look, uh, that guy's gonna beat me up. You're somewhere in the middle. Meaning, like you're built nice. What does that look like? <laughs> you have a nice build, like you're you're muscular. But I I do have one request: when you're going hard at the gym for the next month, just try to do like extra chest workouts because I think you would look really good in a tight t-shirt. Oh my god! With like bi- like a, like a big chest, a big chest and a slim waist. That's what I want you to look like by just, the end of the, you the nipples like pierce through the shirt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I mean, they don't have to be hard or anything. Can I'm you just make saying. Crop tops too, where they end like right here. Yeah, I'm, this is the summer of crop tops. And, and if you could get one of those like American flag like tats across the chest. Yeah, I'll get Daisy where, Dukes too. Where the pecs really <laughs> pop off at like the uh, each side of the flag. That would be sick. Yeah, totally. But seriously, congratulations, Vince. I'm, I'm happy. I think Shane might be for a you. pedophile. Uh, Vince is how old? Hey, hey, whoa! There's <laughs> many stops between pedophile and I know, but just things he says for years. You know, it's just going back. I, I just think Vince is like a handsome guy. But I'm, no, but in all seriousness, dude, I'm I'm happy for you, man. It was a rough weekend. I'll tell you that. Now, now you say it's it was a rough weekend. Did did you have any? I know Taylor mentioned the shakes. No. Did you have any other side effects or urges? Re, not not you know sexually you i'm just i'm saying urges <laughs> regarding urges to hit liquids against his phone i'm just saying like <laughs> were you logging your water i'm just saying were you no. tempted to drink any alcohol or were you tempted you can, to you can go, have liquid death there you go, you or go. were you, you were you tempted to go to like chick-fil-a or anything um well 
the eating stuff, I was tempted when I went out with my friends and they were all eating like right next to me. And I was like, fuck, I really want something. But you're not starving so, yourself. No, 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 no. Okay. So he's fr- not doing the you method. Friday, okay. I went out. That to worked. A, Friday, <laughs> I went out to a bar and I was with a supportive group of people that were like, oh, okay. like, you know, like, good for you. You're not drinking, blah, blah, blah. Then Saturday, I went to the bar that like I frequent with like the people that I hang out with the majority right. of the time I'm there. And let's just say they weren't as a supportive because every five minutes was like, let's get shots, shots, well, shots. Do you want alcohol? And I was you, like, you don't go to a no. bar and, and with people your age and not expect to no, get no, offered a drink. The one thing that was not pissing me off and not a lot of people were saying this, but I was getting real confused. People were like, oh, like you're not drinking and you're still going to go out. It's like, well, what the fuck am I going to do? Lock myself in the house for a month? Well, it is, I biz- think it I is bizarre, honestly, to go to a bar and not drink. You think that it would be more telling that I have a problem if I couldn't leave the house without drinking? No, but like yeah. go somewhere else. Like don't go to a bar. That's where all the, my friends go. I know, but like it doesn't really make sense. I mean, I guess, but that's the only place I have to go. That's the only place my 22-year-old friends hang out. No, I understand that. But couldn't you like say, hey, listen, guys, like I'm not, tr- I'm, not trying, I'm not trying I'm not trying to convert you into being an AA, which you they are. They don't want to do that. They just want to drink. No, I'm just saying, Vince, like couldn't you have said, hey, listen. And I'm not, you know, talking down on them because typically all I want to do is drink too. Will you pay attention to me real sure, quick? Sure, go ahead. I'm just saying, like, can't you... Don't you have any other ideas? Like, can't you go to f- the the Franklin Mills when it's safe? <laughs> can't you go to like somewhere? I mean, I like mean, to shop, sure. Yeah, go like, go to the outlets. Pat, Pat, uh, Pat, uh, Mike Paradise, friend of the show, and uh, a couple of our friends. We went to the uh, Philadelphia. Was it called Philadelphia, Philadelphia Outlets? Premium Outlets. Philadelphia Premium In Outlets. Limerick. We didn't drink. Sure, we hit our vape devices. You're still allowed to do that. But I'm just saying, we had a good time together. And then we drank after that. Yeah, we did. Yeah, exactly. that. No, but still, I mean, like, we had a good time together at the outlets. You know, we, you know, we, we hung out. I bought this Ken Griffey Jr. Listen, jersey. I can, I can do it at the bars and not drink. I mean, obviously, people are I mean, going to get rough. People are going to get drunk and tell me to drink. But like, it, it honestly, it's kind of funny, like watching everyone else get drunk. And like you're you're like oh, just is, acknowledging yeah. what is going on. It's such an odd feeling, though. Oh, Be- I know. Because when I'm sober, because I've done this before. But it wasn't because I wasn't drinking at a bar. It would just be because I got to a bar late and everyone else is already way Every hammered. single time. And I would be on my first beer and I'm looking around at the, the mayhem and the like secondhand embarrassment as to what's going oh, on. Oh, yeah. Judgment. Heavy yeah. judgment. No, it's heavy judgment. Seriously. But then like 10 minutes later, I'm right there with them. Like making those same embarrassing mistakes. Yeah. The look on Vince's face right there for a second was just, but, that looked brutal. <laughs> he looked like he was reflecting. Listen, <laughs> I I can tell you as far as my plan goes, I know that the first time I'm going to have to, I think I might be done by this point, but the first time I'm going to have to make an exception is for a friend's graduation party, May 22nd. See, that's a slippery slope right there. <laughs> because well, that's May 22nd, but that under- time I've already put in a month. I understand, but maybe Dude. this is the beginning of you realizing you have a problem with the bottle. I, I will give him this. To make this a stable, consistent thing, you're going to need break cheat days. Well, try yeah, try telling that to a so, 40-year-old alcoholic that beats the shit out of his wife when he's drunk. They don't need cheat days. I'm just saying. I don't know where that came from. Well, I'm just saying. I don't know where that came from. Well, because he's saying take a cheat day and, and you can drink alcohol even though you're trying to stay sober for a bit. Listen, listen. I'm going to take cheat days when this month is over. For this month, I'm just... You know, really gonna go hard. But when this month is over, I'll go back to drinking just on the weekends and like 
That's what Maybe they all say, man. Cheating is in food. What, what are you trying to say, Seamus? Well, why would you quit drinking if it wasn't really like in the back of your mind because you knew you had a problem? I'm trying to lose weight, Seamus, <laughs> and that helps greatly. I, I mean, I didn't quit drinking when I lost weight, and I lost That's a significant amount. But do you think that everything that you do is the same that I'm going to do? Like, I lost a significant amount There's of weight. a very big reason that you're skipping over of why you lost all that weight. You had an allergy. You realized it, and you stopped eating that food. I had a sweet <laughs> allergy, and he loves to bring that up, especially in front of girls when I say, hey, I lost like 200 pounds. You must have. <laughs> Oh, you must he have grinded because of the soy. They'd That's be what like, he "Told me." They'd be like, "Oh, you must have grinded." And I'm like, "Yeah, man. Like, I really worked out a lot." And then he'd be like, "No," he'd be blacked out. Like, "No, he just had a soy allergy and it made him bloated." And then he stopped eating soy. You did not lose. Was it 200 pounds? No, I probably lost about like. 85, 90. Yeah, I mean that's still quite a feat. Yeah. yeah. And I still haven't gained it back. Good for you. All I'm saying is our bodies are different. So just because someone loses weight one way doesn't mean Trust the other me. person. Of all people, sadly, I know that our bodies are different. <laughs> I know that. Vince, right. was, I'm done was, with this. What was the shopping cart looking like? <clears throat> the sh- Oh, uh, you know, I got some uh, some protein pancakes, yeah. uh, waffles. What's a got protein some, I got pancake? air fryer, which I'm really Yo, excited about. Air fryer about. is game changer. I got, I, got, I got a Tyson bag of like chicken breast. Mm-hmm. Which uh, there's like 20 pieces in there. Which Wait a minute, is I've good. heard mixed reviews though about the air fryers. Oh, I love. I've it. heard nothing but. Do, good you, do you have one, Taylor? Yes. All right. Now, what do you let me let me go to Taylor real quick? What do you use in the air fryer? So, the main thing with the air fryer is it's an oven, but with no like pre warm up time. Like it's just like yeah. okay, whatever I would put in the oven normally, I just toss it in there, hit the button, and then boom, it's going. Okay. And then it's condensed like the time too so like uh most of the time i'll like do some bacon in there i can put in there for nine minutes okay and normally bacon in the uh oven would take like 20 minutes oh yeah but now vince you have an air fryer yep when did you get the air fryer uh literally yesterday all right so have you made anything yet not yet might tonight when i get because i don't like i still don't understand like like what you do with an air fryer it's it's, you put food in it and it cooks it i know you crispy Oh, okay. Yeah, it's convenience and it's perfect for leftovers. Yeah. If you're not a big leftover okay. guy, pop it in the air fryer, everything crisp up. It's so it's worth it. It's worth the investment. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I'm gonna I, put I use it more than my oven. It's yeah. like a joke that I have an oven at this point. <laughs> I'll put some chicken breast in there. I also got some veggie uh chicken strips. That's like, you know, the fake chicken and shit. Yeah. Uh some turkey sausage, some veggie sausage. Now you're gonna oatmeal. go now what are you gonna do about the whole carb situation? Are you worried about just carbs? Trying to, just trying to like eat healthier carbs. I'm not worried about the. But you're not going to like totally give up bread keto. No, I did that before, and God, that sucked. Yeah, that was that's. I bad. lost thirty pounds in one month. That was. That's not healthy. No, I mean ten ten of it's like water weight. So yeah, that's really twenty five. But that's still not that dangerous. That's, you think that's dangerous to lose twenty five pounds to in lose a month? At most, two pounds a week. All right. So what's two times four? Eight. All right, so eight pounds. Great math. <laughs> eight pounds you're supposed to lose per month, according to Doctor Taylor over there. Sure, dude. I'm I'm just looking to lose like one pound like a week. And really. I'm happy for you, Vince. I really am. Get Thank the, you. Get the steps in. Yeah, get those steps yeah, I, in. I got in the gym today. Come on, you know, five days a week. I'm trying. I'm I'm very proud. Now, what gym do you go to? Crunch Fitness. Crunch. And what time do you go there? Are you shirtless? <laughs> and yeah. what exactly? And what exact location is this at? Is right. it near the Wawa? And you send me oh, your yeah. Apple location when you do this. <laughs> All right. Anyway, send let's, let's me close out your location. I'm ready to stop talking about myself. <laughs> so last night, the Phillies played a game in, <laughs> which frustrated the hell out of me. A replay, horrible, terrible game. ruins and, baseball. Uh, and that just reinforces my hatred for 
two two aspects of the game right now. And I never used to say this about Major League Baseball. I was always on the umpire side, uh, like not umpire side, but I was always like, "All right, it's umpires, man." Like umpires are dog shit. It's this their year. job. Let's call it what it is. All across, the, just I, I'm done. In general, this year has been dog. I'm done with umpires. Okay, and I'm certainly done with the instant replay. The oh, instant God. replay is not a <clears throat> thing that works. It's a nice idea, but if you get it wrong, still using instant replay, yeah. then what's Dude. the point? In the last week or so, I've seen two of the worst calls I've ever seen in any sport between that, I think it was the Mariners game or something, where the guy stepped on first and they called him safe. They called him safe. Because he yeah. apparently got in the base path. With he the, was with out of the base path. That was ridiculous. The runner was way out of the path of running. Mm-hmm. And then the McCutcheon thing where they called him out of the the path. What about the Hoskins? Dude, well, that was a home run. Don't get me wrong. That was also bad, but I feel like those two were way worse. No, they were worse, but still, they tied the game. Yeah, Hoskins ties the game, and then they're like, "Nope, nope." Thumbs just have to make it about them. It's fucking ridiculous. They do, but here's the, here's another thing that really bothered me about last night's game, and it's first of all, Alex Rodriguez. I hate. I, I just <laughs> that was awful. I hate a Rod in every capacity. Like for I'm like Jose Canseco. That's my hatred for a Rod. <laughs> I'm legit Jose Canseco. Like he, for example, the best tweet of all time, Jose Canseco. Happy 420, except to Alex Rodriguez. Like, that's just like, I he want that. that much. I hate him more than Jose Canseco hates him. But um, other than that, Matt Vaskersian is a, sh- like, I hate to say it. He's not a good play-by-play announcer. A-Rod's not a good color man. It's It was just a brutal ESPN broadcast. And the way that they talked about the Fanatic was just absurd. I mean, I mean it they got to kill time. No, it was, <laughs> no. I mean, the, they were completely inaccurate about the Fanatic. They said that uh, whoever the hell was the original uh, guy that portrayed the Tom fanatic, Burgoyne. Tom Burgoyne. Prep guy. How do you not know that? No, he wasn't the original. Yeah, he he's the current one. No, no, no. He's the friend now. He's he's way too old to be the the current. All one. right. Well, there were only two fanatics. There was it, it was that guy and the one that's uh, doing it now. Hmm. And they were like, oh yeah, Tom Burgoyne was the original uh, Philly fanatic, and they've had like five or six others in between. <laughs> Literally looked it up. No, they didn't. They've only had like two people ever mm-hmm. that portrayed the fanatic. And it's just like they always have to fuck up anything involving Philadelphia. Because they don't care. They're they're bad announcers. I hate Matt Vaskersian's like home run call. He'll be like, it's a drive deep to right field, and he'll say it's a home run, like normal, right? And then he'll be like, Santa Maria. What does Santa Maria even mean? That is like one of the corniest calls I've ever yeah, heard. I don't know. Do you Saint Mary? Sa- oh, Saint Mary, it's a home run. Like, what does that even mean? Do you ever watch games on mute? Oh, more often than not. Okay. And you know what I do when I mute the games? And I, especially if it's baseball, I'll do play-by-play myself. I'm serious. I, I entertain myself, dude. I'll have like a scorecard written out. I have like 10 or 15 scorecards from the like uh, postseason when the Phillies were in the playoffs because that came in like the little NLDS like booklets. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. So we, I, we, we need to do a t- Twitch stream of that. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I would love to go on Twitch and do play-by-play of a game. But I need a color commentator. Right. So all three of you can do that. Since the since the last time we've been here, we missed a couple fights. Let's talk about the Cardinals one first, um, where Bryce gets hits in the hits in the face, and then uh, Didi gets hit right after. First of all, a whole load of bullshit. First of all, the fact that they tossed Girardi and didn't toss that pitcher is yeah. crazy. They should have tossed. Who was it again? I don't uh, even know who it was. It was uh, Cabrera, something Cabrera. Oh yeah, Cabrera. Genesis yeah. Cabrera. Yeah. I think you pronounce it Yanisus, but whatever. Uh, uh, sorry, my stream went off, but um. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it wasn't really bullshit that Didi got hit next because that's just like, 
I don't think that was intentional. I don't know if either of them were intentional, but you can't let the Harper. The Harper one was not intentional. He got. He was just pitching so far inside, like. The fact that you hit a guy in the face and the next guy gets hit in the middle of his back, like back, like he's back. clearly like got no control pitches. and you need to pull him. Well, yeah, but like, <clears throat> like there, there's a difference between like a manager going out there and seeing that his pitcher's erratic and an umpire throwing him out. Well, like you, you're endangering people because some guy just got beamed in the face with a 97 mile per hour fastball. Dude, you are really when it comes to ba- like when it comes to baseball, you're extremely soft in your analysis. So you're cool with Bryce getting hit in the face with a 97-mile-per-hour fastball? Am I cool with it? I mean, no, but at the same time, it's part of the game. You don't <laughs> think it, it's, it doesn't happen. You don't dude. think it's part of the game? No, it, it, it was. That was fine. But then when you hit the next guy also with another fucking, I don't know how I fast know, but it you, was. I but. know, but you have to look at intent. And of course, I'm on the Philly side either way, but I just don't think there was any intent so, there. So obviously, these players are never going to admit it. Intent. I'm not saying there was intent, but then when when can you kick someone out? Because they're always going to say, "Oh, I didn't mean to do that." Well, you kick somebody out when it's clearly intentional. But how would you know if they're saying it's not? Because it was clearly not intentional. At least in the Harper instance. I'm not saying. And that I'm not sure. Was, I'm not sure why he would want to go ahead and hit the next batter after he just hit a guy in the face. Harper actually reached out to him. Yeah. Because Harper, Harper a is a guy that's full of class. <clears throat> He's a classy guy. But Girardi came out, and I don't know how the fuck they. Uh, Kicked him out, but not the pitcher, in my opinion. Well, I mean, Girardi really, you know, he kind of has to get kicked out. Yeah, bit. no, he did. He definitely I mean, he did, deserved but... he deserved to freak the fuck out on that on pitch of that. Yeah, yeah, so, I mean, the moral of this segment right now, replay bad, umpire's bad, and that's pretty much the story of this, uh, and then, uh, of the early baseball season. And then there was Jose season. Alvarado. Alvarado <laughs> oh, versus, the, versus the Mets. He should have not gotten suspended. <clears throat> that was a stupid suspension. He did? Yeah, he got Three suspended. Three games. He, he appealed it. He appealed it, though. So he's still pitching. But I mean, the point is, uh, see, that's an that's an example. Uh, I always talk about the pitchers being soft or the players celebrating. I think that's an example of a batter being soft when a pitcher celebrates. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm being fair to pitchers here. But what about the league being soft? Uh, well, that also. But I'm saying uh, he deserved to celebrate that big strikeout. But that player decided to get mad and try to fight him. Yeah, which I, mean, I think is bullshit. It's the same way that I would say a pitcher is soft for a guy celebrating and then him throwing at him. I, it goes both ways, and yeah. the league is also soft for that suspension. Yeah, I think I think the league is certainly like that was ridiculous and it was unwarranted. But you look at uh, baseball like purists I've seen on Twitter, which I really honestly I don't consider myself a baseball purist. A lot of people do. Are you more or more not baseball purist? Probably it's I'm probably slightly more of a purist than I am not. But I mean, there's people like I hate to say it, but like like some Phillies beat writers, right? Good guys, great. Like they do a great job covering the any, team. Any baseball writers after a certain age, yeah, yeah, uh, I mean, yeah. And, and this is a guy that's very well known. <clears throat> He's been covering the Phillies for years. He said, "Yeah, he definitely deserved to be suspended. Why don't you just walk off the mound with your head held high?" Shut and, up. And listen, dude. Like, I hate to say this, man, but like, you're used to covering the Phillies in like the '60s. You know what I mean? This is. It's different. And what's wrong with a guy celebrating yeah, when he gets no. a big exactly. strikeout? It's good for the game. I think home run pimping is good for the game, too. Yep. And I also think the retaliation that pitchers more pitches, that pitchers use against people that uh, pimp their home runs is also good for the game. But yeah. me and you disagree. It's, not even, not, worth, speaking it's that again. not even worth getting into at this point. But that's I think both of those things are good for the game. Because well, it mean, gets it people it more, excited. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> it makes it more exciting. Like that's exactly what the MLB needs when you have a four-hour yeah, game. Yeah, it's exactly what on. baseball needs. Like, Baseball's trying to make the game more entertaining. And guess how you're screwing themselves. You know how you're not going to make the game entertaining? Limiting uh, pickoff attempts to two, to two. 
You can throw over to first base two times. That's what they're trying in the minor leagues right now. That is another bad rule. These, quick, Go ahead. Quick side note. Uh, the Sixers overtime game yesterday was an hour and a half shorter than the Phillies game that yeah. started at yeah. 7 o'clock. Yeah, there's a problem with that. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean they're, it's, they're it's crazy. It, watching dude. a full baseball game is a commitment. Like a very lengthy time commitment. I, I really don't just because like Personally, I don't know. I've talked to James no. about this a million times. Like, I actually enjoy watching baseball. I enjoy like if you love sitting the game, there and just. I can see why it. kids don't. Yeah, no. I mean, that makes total sense because I mean, when you got a game like basketball where they're literally like, it's constant action, then you yeah. switch over to a game where it's a lot slower and paced, shorter. Like, but why do yeah. why do you think it hasn't always been this way? There's there's multiple like outside factors for children not being as interested in baseball. Branding's one of it. One, oh, one, one of the reasons. I steroids. Yeah, I'm on that. But I don't think it's as no. I would argue that. Are you are you saying that it was more interesting to watch when people were on steroids? Absolutely. Okay, yeah, that I agree with. Okay. I agree with that. Uh, I thought you were saying, oh yeah, they saw the Mitchell report and <laughs> they were done with baseball. <laughs> After the kids drew the their line in the sand. Showing everything bad. <laughs> hey, Sammy Sosa's juiced up. Can't watch baseball anymore. <laughs> Says they the morals. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, but seriously, I I think that branding is an issue that they have to work on. But I also think that another big reason why kids aren't as interested in the game as they were 15 20 years ago is something you can't change but i think it is social media i think it is streaming i think it is that you have a million other things you can be doing besides sitting down and watching a baseball game Uh, i just think that that's how the world's evolved at this point i agree players have personalities exactly that's it well and also wait wait say that again let your players show their personalities okay but at the same time Lenny Dykstra being a cokehead when he was on the Mets and the Phillies wasn't necessarily a good example, and kids were well, still you're making one. I'm just saying you're making one. No, you're but taking like, one like player. what we're saying with with Alvarado, let him celebrate. Yeah, let, I mean, let him show that he's he, like let him show his emotions. He doesn't just walk off. Right. Well, be, well, because like, that's a good idea, but there's nothing they could do to change the world. Obviously, like there's yeah. just going to get more and more technology, and kids are just going to have more and more ADD problems right. and stuff like that. And uh, what, what do you call it? Attention span issues. Attention deficit disorder. Yeah, that one. That's going to. But keep, all the that's going to keep going up. But what you can control is branding. So I sure. think that's their only hope. What I was going to say is outside of like, even outside of the hit by pitch shit. Um, like when you look at how whoever the guy up the bat was tried to fight Alvarado after he celebrated. Like, imagine if in the NBA, like every time Steph Curry hit a three and he did like his you know arrow celebration or just a celebration in general, someone tried to fight him. Yeah, that. Would or be imagine absurd. in football if after every first down catch. The wide receiver that made the first down mark with his hand, the, the corner tried to fight him. Yeah. Well, well, you would think that baseball like <clears throat> officials would look at the other major sports, basketball and football. You definitely would think that. And be like, hey, these guys are having fun and their ratings are better than ours. And maybe we should stop being soft. Yeah. And maybe we should market our players like the NBA markets theirs, like the NFL markets theirs. Absolutely. Like even dude, like Pat Mahomes is everywhere. Yeah. He's yeah. not everywhere just because he's a stud, great quarterback. LeBron. He plays in Kansas City. LeBron Everybody knows who he is. Athlete in the world. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, LeBron's LeBron, but I mean, LeBron's the best athlete on the planet. I mean, arguably, yeah. Pat Mahomes isn't as good an athlete as LeBron, but and he hasn't been around nearly long enough. But yeah, I think longevity has a lot more to do with LeBron, though. Yeah, and That's he also, incredible. but LeBron also markets himself. Yeah, yeah. So there's another big difference there. It's like I don't know what the he's one of the best ever at doing that. But I don't know what Major League Baseball like, like with their collective bargaining, like agreements entail like i don't know if the player Associ- player association like allows them to 
market themselves or allows them to be that out there on social media because there aren't a lot of players that are out there on social media like that besides like Trevor Bauer and uh, who's the other one that's always out there? Bryce Harper doesn't really put himself out there either. He does, yeah. man. I mean, he has more than other people when you think about it. Like he does, he had that Gatorade commercial with like where he's hitting the basketball with a baseball bat, that kind of shit. Yeah, but, that's like, true. I feel like him, Mike Trout, put themselves out there a little more. Like Mike Trout's constantly tweeting about the Eagles and shit. You can see him like active on Twitter that way. But no, I, I definitely agree that like a lot of players need to kind of put themselves out there more. But like you said, we don't know what the contractual there's got to be something like behind yeah. the scenes where like or a reason why they're not doing that yeah hopefully they'll figure it out i mean i i, I mean, just it, it can only make the game better baseball's exactly. their own worst enemy yeah they really always are. has been yeah it, it's, it's, it's kind of sad <laughs> but like like me and pat said we enjoy baseball so do i like i love baseball it's my favorite sport to watch by far sure so i could sit down and watch. yeah so i could sit down and watch a thousand baseball games and be satisfied very much he, yeah he probably would have died by that point but <laughs> You love Probably. balls and sticks. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, Taylor. Yes, I do. Anyway. He went for the low-hanging fruit. Talking about Seamus' uh, favorite sport to watch. Your, in, your innuendos are just Uh-oh. off the wall. <laughs> My innuendos? No, seriously. You <laughs> spent the first 15 minutes doing <laughs> but, those. But you go out of your way to just make me look like uh, a person that doesn't prefer do women. Yourself. Well, he's a liar. But I mean, like, not that it matters, <laughs> because it doesn't, but I, I'm attracted to women. And I'm not attracted in any way. Not on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm not attracted in any way to men. This is bigger news than <laughs> Vince being sober for a month. No, but seriously, but I'm comfortable enough in my sexuality to acknowledge that there are also. How did we get here? But the, how did we get here? That there are also. Who's got butt hurt? Uh, good-looking men. Like I can acknowledge that, but I don't want to like have sex with them. I don't want to feel them. I don't want to grope them. I'm just saying, like. I don't know why me being comfortable enough in my sexuality as a straight man, I, I don't know why that's weird to you that I can compliment a good-looking man. No, it's just all, it all goes. And back I find to it the, odd that you don't acknowledge good-looking men. That up for us. <laughs> it all goes back to that you sometimes wish you were gay. Well, that's I mean, I, goes back I said that because I thought it was a funny thing to say, it was funny. and I certainly regret saying that. <laughs> no, but I mean, it all just stems from that. At that point, it becomes a bit on the show. What do you want? No, oh, okay, that's good. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I hope that's my lasting legacy here. <laughs> my lasting legacy. Very unsure of sexuality. Preference. Like, like it's going to go. Like, all right, back in the days of uh, Last Out Media. Uh yeah, we had some good two one five live shows. About two of them. Uh, Barchard and Quinn did a good job. And then when Seamus said, "I sometimes wish I was gay," though, on the uh, From the Nosebleed show with uh, Taylor Kredikius as producer. That was one of the great moments of all time. Okay. Okay. Um. Uh, anyway, yeah. Uh, on to the next topic. The Eagles uh, had a drift. They yeah, actually they, did a fantastic before, job. Before we even get into that, I uh, wanted to give a shout out to shout out to Vince Quinn for running mm-hmm. the live show that we had uh, on YouTube and Facebook. Yeah, you did a good job on Monday. Vince. I was there repping, repping the podcast. Uh, shout out to everybody that came on. Was the food good? All that. Uh, definitely was. Where Vince was it from? It I have no idea. But uh, no, definitely appreciative of that. Uh, it was nice to get to meet more of the guys that do work here. And uh, yeah, hopefully we get to do more content with them in the future. You did a great job representing the show, Vince. Thank you. Yeah, Dude, no, I, was awesome. I didn't move from that seat for three hours. I didn't take a single break. Not a piss wow. break. No water. Wait, where did you sit? Right there. Right there. Right there. Wow. I was actually in shock at the end. I was like, holy fuck. I didn't move once. <laughs> Wait, who was, so who was sitting in your designated seat? Which is right there. Uh, 
Cliff from driving in the right lane pocket. Were you upset with Cliff in any no, way? No, I chose that seat. <laughs> okay. So it's okay. All right. I wanted to switch it up. You know, it's like not the same podcast. So I'm just glad you're not uh, starting any beef with like our uh, coworkers here because no, of, you know, assigned no seater. But uh, <laughs> don't embarrass me like that. At, as the rest of Philadelphia was, we were all very, very excited oh. when the Eagles uh, traded up to the 10th pick with the Cowboys, which was a shock to get Devontae Smith. Mm-hmm. So I'm let's talk about honest. that pick in general first before we even get to the rest of the draft. I now, was so fucking nervous that entire time, just leading up to that. Like, when I saw yeah. that trade, and I was like, why the fuck did they trade? What happened? Why did they trade? Like, I'm freaking yeah. out. I'm like, what did Howie give them? Did he give them, like, our future first-round pick? Like, what the fuck's happening? Right. And, then and I you were right to only, think that, because oh, he's yeah, incompetent. No, oh, we all came into the studio with uh, negative thoughts. Yeah, oh, no. of course. And literally, me and my buddy Evan are sitting there just watching the draft, and we're just like... He's going to fuck it up. He's going to take Quiddy Pay. He's going to do it. I'm just, I swear to God, he's going to do it. And we're both sitting there like shit in our pants. My dad comes down the stairs. He's like, did they take Devontae yet? I'm like, oh, I don't want to talk about it yet. Come on. Like, we just need to get there. We need to get there. And then they finally put the pick in. They announced it. It was him. And everything was good. Huge sigh of relief. <laughs> but here's my problem with, the, with this whole thing. Uh, Devontae Smith gets picked, right? Mm-hmm. That's yep. somebody that the Eagles, like, fans wanted to have all along. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Right? Okay. Good receiver, whatever. Fucking Alabama, right? Heisman winner. Devontae. 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 Okay. Okay. Heisman winner. I like how when I'm trying to make a football play, he's like, oh, Seamus doesn't know what he's talking about. I'm going to interject. Go ahead. But um, great producer. (laughs) I don't even know what the hell I was going to say. Oh, yeah. The false false praise. Smith or Smith? Fuck you. The, the the praise of Howie because he actually no, did the right thing is okay. over. It's overboard, man. I, I I get saying, oh yes, Howie did the right thing, but I don't understand saying, oh I love you. Like there were people like within the Eagles like brass. I'm talking about like reporters and not reporters, but like you know what I mean, sports radio personalities mm-hmm. that I will not mention, uh, but I will later. But they said they were like, oh yeah, dude, Howie was like really earned. Uh, the trust back yeah. of the Eagles fan base. Yeah. No, he didn't. And if he did, those people are idiots. I'm going to echo what he had s- no choice but to pick Devontae. I'll echo what Smith. we said on the live. Devontae stream. Smith, Taylor. Uh, did you hear me? That's his name. And it goes even further now after TH? the rest Devontae of the Smith. Thanks, Dan Baker. All right, go ahead. Am I good now? You good? Am right, I cool. good? Um, Dude, he's the one that keeps interrupting. Anyway, just relax. Especially even more so after the later. He's rounds. a dry drunk, is what he is. All right, I'm, I'm going to just pass no, it go ahead. You. Go ahead. Um, I don't even remember what I was going to say now. Thanks. See, well, it's his fault. He started. Taylor started this whole thing. He he did a good in this draft, but it doesn't rectify all the things he's done. That's what I mean. But you saw no, you saw Eagles Twitter after that, right? Like, good job, Howie. Like, good job. Well, I mean, no, no he, I saw no, a lot no, of people. No, no, no he most did his people, job. Most people didn't even like the draft. Well, I mean, from what I, I'm stupid. just talking about, what I saw, people just bitch like to bitch. I like the draft too. No, I really, I think that was. This you didn't see any Howie praise. Drafts. I saw some of it. Yeah, and I cringed at it. No, but a lot of the Howie praise you saw was followed up by if he's he's totally gonna fuck something up later. Yeah, like true. every single like yeah. every single Howie tweet I saw was like, hey, Howie had a great draft. Holy shit, he should have been doing this all along. No, but if anybody like, says like this has totally rectified his no, entire it, it hasn't even shitty legacy, then no, that's not There's true. Not a chance in hell to come close to that. Like, but. I'm just like excited, and I know before anyone gets on me because people like to be oh. negative in Philly. Like, obviously, Devontae and Jalen could just suck. Sure, yeah. it could happen. No, yeah. It's but very, it's very possible. I don't think that it will. So, like, I'm just excited that we have maybe our quarterback and a, a an electric weapon for him, and they know each other. Like, they've played yeah. together before. Yeah. yeah. So that like helps. It's a good but, feeling. But you have Honestly, to acknowledge the situation they're in, which is still a complete and total rebuild. Yeah. 
I'm honestly also excited to see Sirianni coach. No, I know like not a lot of people aren't very hot on him right now. I'm interested. But just like I'm I'm very interested to see what he can do because he seems like he has a great offensive mind. He does. Like just the Colts from, offense got better every year under him. I know. And on top of that, like you're looking at um just him speaking in conferences and stuff and like people are getting on they're like, Oh, he's a stutter. Yeah, he's a stutter. Who the fuck cares? Well, like, it's not so much the stutter well for me as it is like the total lack of um like communication skills he has with the press. And but it's who gives ca- a shit about that. Yeah, well, I, mean, I don't care personally. Well, I think it's really important <laughs> as a head coach a, but if he to be call a plays, good communicator because yeah, that's like your entire job. Maybe he's just not with cameras in his face. I'm yeah. sure that when he gets around a g- group of guys in the locker room, he's no problem. Otherwise, his offenses wouldn't be so successful. But I understand. I, I don't think it's. I mean, maybe some people do say, "Oh, yeah, it's because he has a stutter." Like people. A lot were, of people did. No, as soon as, that was like one of the main things. As soon well, as I mean, that's first pref- press that's conference. That's fucked up. Like people were like, well, "He's stuttering." Like he he obviously sucks. It's like you're just really gonna judge a guy off his stutter. Like no, that's now that dumb. we've seen more of him, and I feel like he's gotten a little more used to it. Just watching him talk X's and O's, like he's a smart fucking dude. Yeah. And he's not Chip Kelly smart where he's going to come out with a fucking college offense and blow our entire chance of doing anything. And but, that's a guy that reminds me. He's a smart guy. No, I know. I Chip know. Kelly was here. He was a very socially awkward guy. I mean, especially with the press. Yeah. He was very rude and ignorant and very just awkward and one-line responses. At least this guy, like, tries to, like... Yeah, no, he hasn't been, like, awkward at all. It's, it's just, like, he he's getting used to being a head coach. He's probably nervous, too. Yeah, I mean, obviously. When you actually listen to what he's talking about and not just how he's talking, he's yeah. making good points. He's making fantastic points. Like, I, I loved it. Like, it was it's just, like, seeing him, like, be able to get in his element. Like, once he, like, knows exactly what he's talking about and he's, like, in there... He's like in the zone. Like it's awesome to see him because he's just yeah. like speaking just constantly, and it's like okay, this is awesome. Like he, right. he actually knows what he's talking about. It's not like it's fucking somebody's going up there and just going like right. Uh, I don't know what to respond to you. Like, yeah, like awesome. a perfect example is Joe Girardi is a great communicator, but he sucks as a manager. So <laughs> it's like the same situation. But um, our our friend in the group chat, we got to credit Mike Johnston. He came up with the the catchphrase already for Hertz and. Uh, oh, because yeah. you know their their numbers since the rule change, Hertz is going to one, and Devonte Smith will keep his number six from Alabama. He said, "Uh, one to six equals seven. Merrill Reese. That's that's an it's incredible tagline. Yeah, no, it really be, is. I really hope so. I also think that the drafting of uh, Devonte will help Jalen Rager's development. Yeah, uh, allowing him, to, him allowing him to move over to slot mm-hmm. and uh, just not be the number one guy. Yeah, I think I, that's. A I, big help. I really think it'll push him to be better too, because it's like you're the second year guy. You got to show that you're. You yeah. deserve to be here. There's also less pressure in a way on him, though. And I like Definitely. that. I like that Devonte is coming in with an immediate chip on his shoulder with mm-hmm. the whole uh, undersized thing. Yep. Because guys always play better when they're uh, they feel like they've been disrespected. Yep. Honestly, hundred percent. And I still don't get. I think that whole thing was so overblown. I mean, if you watch his college tape and don't just look at his fucking combine numbers, mm-hmm. he constantly broke through tackles. He constantly he went dudes. over the top of guys. Yeah. And it doesn't matter how big you are when you're fucking 15 feet in front of a cornerback. Mm-hmm. When you're a beast. He's fast. He's explosive. When he run- it's, He's just one of them guys that he just looks like he's gliding when he's running. Yeah. Like, and you know what I'm so honestly, happy about? Honestly, it couldn't have been a better pick. We don't have Carson throwing. <laughs> I'm very. Could you imagine Carson overthrowing yeah. him on every? Actually, yeah. he's so fast he'd probably fucking catch up and yeah. get it. But you know, I'm just happy. <laughs> I I believe in Jalen, man. And there was yeah. a point in that draft when it was getting down to it, where I was like, "Holy shit, are the Eagles going to take Justin Fields?" I really thought. I really thought when they moved up to ten, I was like, "They're going to take Fields right here." I'm I, like, see, so. I think that actually jumping up eased my mind with that because I realized the Cowboys and the Giants. I didn't think either of them would take a quarterback, whereas. Yeah. I didn't know if they would, but I was like, the Giants could take Smith. Mm-hmm. 
Where, so when we were not when we were still at twelve, I was like, "There's a fucking chance we take fields." You here. See all those yeah. Giants fans like so angry. Oh, there that is oh, the best. I've been awesome. arguing with Giants fans on Twitter all day. It's been hilarious. <laughs> but um, let's talk about the second round pick. They're too. so this one was a little dude. bit more of a I wouldn't say a shock, but they got Landon Dickerson, who's a lineman from Alabama, an offensive lineman who is listed as a center, mm-hmm. but he kind of plays now. From what I was line. told, though, like the rest of the picks that we got were just like shit. No, just senior, abs- no, absolute garbage, dude. No. Every major um, sports media outlet, like uh, ESPN and even like Bleacher Report and all that kind of shit. I know they don't matter that much, but they all gave us like B pluses. Yeah, like we got no, we, we had a very good draft. How we found tremendous value in the draft in late rounds. Mm-hmm. This Landon Dickerson, he has a bit of an injury history, but he was uh, projected to be top ten to fifteen pick healthy. Yeah. Where did he like, go? He went to Alabama. So we got two guys that also played two together Bama in college. Guys? Yeah. Yeah. Uh he's he kind of plays all over the place and I guess that uh maybe he could be the long-term replacement for Jason Kelsey That's this what is I'm his hoping. last year. If he dude, if he can stay healthy for us and obviously the medical team like right. reviewed everything and determined that they do think he will be able to stay healthy. Yeah, cuz I trust Philadelphia medical staffs. Hey, let's you know just, what? Let's, let's let's be optimistic. Not at yeah, all. I, I'm going to be optimistic for once instead of looking right. like shit. And, uh, I've done too much shit he on might the be able so to, far this He might year. be able to get some work this year. I mean, considering he can play yeah. all the positions in the line, he might be able to oh, fill yeah, in a guard. No, I, or, I really think he will. Yeah, I really think he will. I think he'll make a. I think he'll make a impact this year. Honestly, if he can one stay healthy and two like jump in at O line wherever we need him. Yeah. Who was, who was the third rounder? That's a pick that I'm. Before we get to that, real quick, that's just a pick that I'm very excited to see how it shapes out because that pick has. Like, obviously, this is cliche, but, like, such a high ceiling and mm-hmm. obviously a low floor with his yeah. injury history, but the ceiling is so high there, like, I'm not mad at it at all. Yeah. Um, I am mad at Mike Golick when he announced that second-round pick for uh, saying Devontae Davis mm-hmm. He's in the first round. He's such an irrelevant guy. That I was just so, like, I was like, how do you fuck up that bad? <laughs> he, didn't even, he didn't even attempt to correct himself. Yeah. But, uh, anyway, third-round pick was uh, Milton Williams, a defensive tackle mm-hmm. from Louisiana Tech. Mm-hmm. This pick was, some people were, like, Shook by it. Uh, if you even saw the video of the Equals Drift Room, the head scout, I forget was, his name. That was gave, hilarious. It was very awkward interaction with him and Howie. Yeah. Now, I, get, I think the quote that Howie's Howie... Howie's also an awkward guy. I think the quote that Howie... Re- oh, it is hilarious to hear him, like his nerdy yeah. voice come yeah. from, hey guys, it's Howie Rose, general manager. That, yep. it's, uh, Especially it's on radio, it makes it a little more thriller. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> his, I think his quote that he came out with after the draft summed up my thoughts on this pick. He said, I know people are sick of seeing the Philadelphia Eagles bulk up in, on the lines during the draft, but that's how we won a Super Bowl, and that's what we're going to do. Yeah. Like, they're always going to do this. They're going to build the trenches. So I don't hate it. Milton Williams, I saw a video of this dude easily putting up 500 pounds in the bench yeah and all that's where you were doing today oh yeah totally 500 easy but um his combine numbers i know i just shit on the combine so really i don't take this into too much of account but they're very similar to aaron donald yeah no they were his size his his vertical his vertical was way better yeah and a lot of his stuff was better than aaron donald yeah so obviously i don't think the kid's gonna be aaron donald but like maybe yeah if he could even be a fourth of Aaron Donald. Exactly. Like, Plus, <laughs> people forget, we don't have that much depth on the D-line. We don't. So we like, really don't. I think that was a fine pick. I mean, people wanted us to go corner here or linebacker, but as we saw, we got plenty of value, I thought, mm-hmm. in the next round when mm-hmm. we took uh, Zach McPherson. Uh, Zach. Yeah, Zach, Zach McPherson, McPherson. from uh, Texas Tech. Got that, Taylor? That. Zach. 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 Z-E-C-H. Yeah, I thought it was a typo when I first saw it come across. Zach from Tech. Zach from Tech, baby. Um, according to PFF, if you like value their stats, print the uh, Super Bowl tickets. Last year in uh, in college football, he was top five in both man and zone coverage, mm-hmm. according to PFF. 
that's I mean in the fourth round that's that's great, great value. value yeah so that's what I mean Seamus when I say that Howie was able to find value in these deep rounds and that these people that were shitting all over this draft they I guess they don't watch much football or college football at least because mm-hmm. this was a great or they don't put a lot of stock into the draft yeah sure and I was another thing I was seeing that I thought was hilarious was like oh uh we only found one week one starter in this draft. Do people not understand you draft for depth, especially when you're yeah. going through a rebuild? It's mm-hmm. also development. Yes, that's yeah. what. I, yeah, you draft for depth when you're going through a rebuild. And not to mention, this rebuild might be very short because if you look at all the picks we have next year, yeah. If let's just assume that that Colts pick transitions to a one. We have three ones and like, I think like how many other picks? Like eight, something like that. Some I think cr- we have... Two seconds and three thirds. Well, as for a shitty situation exact. as the Eagles are in. Oh wait, no, we would have we would have three if the Wentz. Listen, they're in a decent. They're, the Eagles are in a decent position for being in a shitty yeah. position. If Jalen hurts, if Jalen hurts proves himself to be our guy this year, this rebuild will only be next year. I think yeah. after next, I think after the draft next year when we load up, mm-hmm. I think we could compete that following year. Yeah. Yeah. If Jalen Hurts is the guy. If not, obviously it complicates things where you're mm-hmm. gonna have to find yourself a quarterback. Yep. But if he is, it won't be a very long rebuild. And mm-hmm. I'm That's what I'm praying. hoping for. But and then I think maybe the most valuable pick in the draft, according to like a couple top beat writers around the country, uh in the fifth round we got Kenneth Gainwell running back yes. from Memphis. Yes. He wants he said he wants to be called Kenny, so Kenny G. Mm-hmm. Um I'm going to call him Kenneth. He was on a lot of people's 100 in the top 100 yep. on the big boards. Yep. And he was like number 84 for a couple yeah. of people. And also, I think the biggest thing that made me happy was uh, there's on video him laying out Micah Parsons, mm-hmm. uh, the Cowboys yep. first round draft yep. pick from Penn State, the linebacker. Yeah. That laid was awesome. him the fuck out on a on a, uh, a block. Mm-hmm. But I saw people, again, complaining because people just complain all the time. Because yep. I get you hate Howie, but like try to be objective. Like I... I'm not a big fan of Howie, but yeah. I'm not going to be like, oh, every pick is shit just because I don't like him. Like, he had a good draft, but. And it wasn't necessarily yeah. him the whole time. Yeah, it's time. not just like, him. Look at our running back depth. Yeah. It's Miles Sanders and who? You have Boston, Boston Scott, Scott. Who's, who's not good. You have Jordan Howard, who probably won't even make the roster. And if he does, yeah. like. I think Jordan Howard's going to be an all-time great. <laughs> <laughs> if he does, he's injury prone. And then, like, you have a. Uh, Holyfield, who has yeah. not made the roster yet. Yeah, yeah, but so you really have nothing but question he's marks got a outside great of name. Miles Sanders. Mm-hmm. And apparently Gainwell is great, maybe even better at catching the ball than running it. That's fine by so me, like, especially when you're running a guy with, with like hurts that like moves out of yeah. the pocket. Like, and obviously he's a good blocker. He fucked up yeah. Parsons. He's one of the best <laughs> linebackers in the, in yep. the country. Yep. So that's another pick that I thought was great. Mm-hmm. The next two in the sixth round, we went uh Marlon, I don't even want to pronounce this last name. Oh, come on, Vince. A, de- a defensive tackle from USC. What the hell is his and name? Seamus, I'm going to pass you let the and Let me know if you would like to try to pronounce that. Florida Marlon? Florida man. Florida Tupelotu. man Marlon. Tro- go ahead. Right, let's see here. That's my best guess. Tupelotu. Yeah. Tui Pilatu, something like that. I think it's Marlon Tui Pilatu. Okay. <laughs> no, no, no. no, hold on. Mar. Marlon Tui Pelotu. All right, let's not get too hung up on it. He went to USC. I, he's the one. I actually don't know much about him. Um, but yeah, again, no, I mean, I, the last couple I, rounds. Oh, really... uh, one fun thing about him. His name's Marlon. Yeah. But um, the next pick. Like, Brand, again, I'm not like, surprised like Marlon Brando and Marlon Bird. I'm not surprised to see us bulking the line. That quote after the game. Kind of like, draft. Kinda like yeah. you're bulking your arms. Um, then we took defensive tackle or defensive end. Sorry. Taron Jackson from Coastal Carolina, who I'm pretty sure was a first he was whatever conference he's in he was first team all whatever that mm. year so all catholic obviously that's like pretty good uh 
<laughs> value there. And then we we ended the draft with two linebackers. Which I'm fine with. Jacoby Stevens from LSU, which I've also heard is a great pick. Don't Anybody named Jacoby is a stud. And then Patrick Johnson from Tulane. So I mean, uh, we Patrick just Johnson sounds like a general. good linebacker name yeah, too. We, yeah, but Jacoby, Jacoby is the ultimate like badass name. Jacoby Brissett, like Jacoby Jones, Jacoby, Jacoby Brissett, Brissett uh, Jacoby he's, other one. So wait, you're saying Brissett's good? I like Brissett. No, he's <laughs> always been a fan. I actually <laughs> thought the Eagles were going to sign Jacoby Brissett to be a backup. That's what I thought God. this year. Hey, they didn't do much better like with Flacco, uh, the hell's his name. Flacco's. I like that as a backup. He's it's, a joke. We it's also, a younger McCowan. He's a joke, though. <laughs> wait, wait. Did, no, that's did, saying a lot. Did you guys see what happened in the sixth round, though? Speaking of backup quarterbacks? No, no. what happened? The Indianapolis Colts selected uh, Sam Ellinger from Texas. Okay. Really. They what does that mean? Prepare for Carson Wentz's mental breakdown now. They <laughs> oh, drafted wow. a backup. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> oh, my God. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Texas like Car- team stunk so bad this year. <laughs> like Carson Wentz is on suicide <laughs> watch now. Yeah. He, someone posted He's a picture. He's in a straight jacket. Someone posted a picture of like someone having a PTSD flashback to a war. It was like Carson Wentz watching the Colts <laughs> draft their backup quarterback in the sixth round. Well, he is a mental midget. Yeah. Yep. I would just, we I would found agree. that out the hard way. But. In the end, I thought it was a great draft. I'd probably give it a B, B plus. But yeah, sometimes, like you said, you were talking about the draft. In the end, like Lincoln Park says, sometimes in the end it doesn't really even matter. matter. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't even matter. Sometimes it doesn't even matter. <laughs> the draft. I'm just saying. Well, no, it matters. The first, the first rounder matters. These are where the. No, if anything, the late rounds are where you really find your. I don't know Devante. Taylor Devontae Smith Devante. is his name. His name is Devontae Smith. Small story about that. Uh, one of the one of the girls I follow on Twitter, um, that me and my buddy Evan are kind of. I don't close follow to, any she, girls on Twitter. She <laughs> immediately posted a thing, and she was like, "It was like one of the voice recording things on Twitter." And she goes, "We got him, guys. We got Devonta." And, <laughs> and me and my buddy Evan immediately hopped on that. We're like, "Are you okay?" Have you, like, not listened to anything? Well, to be fair, I kept saying we got Devontae Adams. And oh I was like, God. I kind of wish we got Devontae Adams instead. Seeing uh, him at the Sixers game the following night with oh uh, Jalen and, and the BJ. Picture, the picture of him beating him, fist bumping, the fantastic The picture energy. of Jalen and Devontae uh, courtside is my wallpaper right now. That's oh, how excited man. I am. But uh, it was funny to see him, like, in the suit. Yeah. And Jalen and Jaylen BG. Jaylen in, like, sweats. Yeah, I was going to say. Huh? BG in sweats, too. They were in sweats and shorts and shit. Yeah. And, and Devontae was... In a tough ass suit, I might add. It was nah, very I mean, nice. He's, dude, I love that logo he's Everybody's got for his own tonight. personal thing. He's got the this is a weird show. logo. I didn't even compliment his looks. I said he was in a nice looking suit. Yeah, but you're kind. That's kind of in the same. Oh, shut up! <laughs> and he's your wallpaper. Yeah, you're in the. Yeah, oh, dude. Like that's. Al- oh my god, dude! I don't have any attractive man as my wallpaper. Oh wait, Andrew McCutcheon. <laughs> he has a he's a shrine to Bruce Springsteen. I have Andrew McCutcheon and uh, JT Realmeta. But uh, <laughs> the only other football news I can even think of outside of the draft is Aaron Rodgers. I, I loved that move. <laughs> Dude, all right, I so really an hour moved. before the draft, hey, let me take all the headlines <laughs> oh, before anything. Make it about he, me. D- he did it on purpose. It's amazing. I, I really hope he retires Dude. becomes a full-time Jeopardy. I was just <laughs> going to say the funniest part was when Rappaport <laughs> tweeted that like Jeopardy has real interest in him as the host. It's like, what, oh, a, what if it all comes out? He can outdo an NFL team. <laughs> Uh, Yo, absolutely. You think that if he's the host of Jeopardy, he will 100% make more. What if, what if like Jeopardy like killed off Alex Trebek just to get, uh, just to get Aaron Rodgers as the full time host? On my tinfoil hat. No, seriously, because my dad was saying. Oh no! Here we go. No, I'm joking. But like, if I all right, if I went home and I was like, all right, Dad, listen, this is a little far fetched. Alex Trebek, you know, he died, right? Yeah, shame. He had cancer though. 
That's what they want you to think. He had cancer. He actually was... Oh, was he eating kids? No. He was actually taken out because he was trying to expose the NFL because they're all Democrats. And he was trying to expose them for their satanic witchcraft shit. So they're like, you know what? Even accurate. You know what? We're go- we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna get rid of Alex Trebek and we're gonna make Aaron Rodgers the full time host of Geo Party, and uh, that's what happened. <laughs> and my dad will be like, oh yeah, man, like Alex Trebek was a great guy. Then he was a martyr for the for the MAGA movement. Yep, that's how you create a conspiracy theory, folks. I mean, it's really easy to do with your dad. I'll believe anything. It's really easy to do with any right wing lunatic. Yeah. Anyway, like should Taylor, be, should be crazy to see what happens with Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> that should, well, I mean, I think it's all like I think there's no way he can go play for the Packers anymore. It, I don't know. I, I think I, mean, it's, I think it's all up in the air. I think Seattle would like to have Aaron Rodgers, <laughs> and I think Russell Wilson would love to play for Green Bay and their amazing defense. There was a during the draft at one point it was really heating up that Denver was going to trade for him. Yeah, no, yeah, that was one at, of the things. I can't see that that gained and happening. lost momentum really quick. I can Niners, see how it lost momentum. Yeah, Niners, Niners I can another see. one. Because they don't want Jimmy. How about how about this? How about Jalen Hurts for uh, for Aaron Rodgers? Straight up. Straight up. Yeah. Straight up. I'll take Aaron Rodgers. He's got a good what five years left. What would that even look like? Like I can't. All even of imagine. our first next year, <laughs> and then I don't even he, know. No, no. I, I mean just Aaron Rodgers in this. Oh, Eagles. oh and him no. being here would be miserable. I think he would be. I think he no. would fit in. I think he'd hate. I think it'd be awesome. I think he here. would fit in. I think he I would. Genuinely think he would. I don't think he would want to be on this dog shit team. Right now, well, no, that well he doesn't part, want to yeah, be on that, that dog shit I'm team th- either. I'm thinking fan wise, like fan wise, I think Maybe. he would honestly love it here. I think he would get along with the. They fans. got good, they got good fans up there though. Yeah, they do. No, I know. I'm saying I feel like they're kind of similar. Yeah, to ours. Like said. it's not like they take shit. Like well, yeah, well, I, I I think honestly I think I think he's going to uh, Miami. I think that'd be they sick. Got Tua. I don't care. Trade no, him. No, you trade Tua and those first picks that they've yep. been stocking up? Yep. Yeah, true. Yeah, That's about true. that. Aaron Rodgers, could look, he probably likes it down there, dude. I'm very surprised Waddle went so high. I'm not at all. Are you? I, kinda, I thought the Dolphins might take Sewell. I mean, they got to protect Tua. He's no, kind I of injured. He needs weapons. I can't believe they didn't. I don't like the name. The, the I don't like the name Waddle. Like the Bengals. I can't I like, believe the Bengals didn't Bengals, take Sewell. Yes. <laughs> that, like, come on. Protect Joe Burrow, for God's sake. Wait, does like, the name Waddle like creep anybody else out, or is it just me? I think it's just you. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like, like not, the word. Did you have like a traumatic experience with penguins? Yeah, are you child? scared of penguins? No, well, sort of, but I can't really get into that right now. But <laughs> I'm right. serious. No, but seriously, it's not like <laughs> it's. You know how like some people say, yeah, I can't like stand the word moist. I actually like the word moist. I love it. <laughs> like I don't have a problem with it, but I have a problem you with love the, it. Yeah, it's one of my favorite words. But like I do have a problem. What are your other favorite words? Uh, God, <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know, dude. That's a weird question. Nail. Mail, <laughs> like the mailman. Sure, he's a nice guy. He's yeah, a ni- got him going on his mailman. <laughs> he delivers my mail with passion and and affection. Do you ever imagine what he looked like shirtless? <laughs> I've seen him shirtless one time, but that's because we went out together to um, that bar in uh, Woody's. You went and, on a uh, date with your mailman? <laughs> yeah, I'm not. Dude, I went out with drinks with him, dude. Kind of. Let's, let's be honest. Every FedEx man is a snack and a half. <laughs> I mean, I I prefer UPS guys. Joe Paradise. Uh, I prefer <laughs> FedEx guy. Now, Joe Paradise is a nice guy, but he's a little rough on the eyes. <laughs> he looks like a gorilla. Sort of. Seamus, <laughs> when we got out of the car today in the parking lot, you said you were hungover. So why don't you tell me about your weekend? Let's let's talk about your guys' weekends. Well, I, I mean, stayed sober. Well, me being hungover isn't nearly as interesting as when you're hungover because <laughs> I get hungover after I have a pounder before I go to sleep, which is what happened last night. What? 
Yeah. <laughs> no, Chug literally. One? Like he no, nah, he just he could just sit and like catch. I think like half of like a third of it's still there. There's what night of, did what? you you FaceTimed me one of these nights over the weekend? One I think it was Saturday. Nights. When you guys went on Instagram live. Oh, I, I was really drunk. When did we go on night? Instagram Live? That oh, was Saturday, Saturday probably. You drunk Instagram Live? Uh, that's what I. That was my first Wait, interview no, with Saturday Vince Quinn. Was it was a drunk Instagram Live. That seems like was it Friday? Idea. It was definitely Friday. One of the nights of the it weekend, Seamus called me all drunk up. Yeah, yeah was I was all drunk funny. up, as if so, that's something someone says. <laughs> I was drunk. Yes, Vince. Seamus, you spent a majority of this podcast hitting on men, and now I'm saying things out of line? I don't think that's true. I just think that that's like over like dramatized by the producer of this program behind the glass. It's all conspiracy. <laughs> well, the man behind the glass has it out for me, I think. The man behind That's like, man, they we're getting into like real conspiracy. And Taylor's a liar. The man behind the glass. That sounds like a rated X movie. You ever eat kids, soon. Taylor? <laughs> Why would you ask Classify somebody that? kids. <laughs> I've eaten children. Oh. No, no, but seriously, it's all about <laughs> the kind just, of sauce you put on top of them. But um, <laughs> all right. I don't know. This is going to be great material for like right wing watch to like pull up on me if I ever get like an internship with ESPN. New ESPN intern wants to eat babies only if there's hot sauce. <laughs> I could totally see that. Like I'm like on the same page as like Jim Baker. You know Jim Baker, the the yes. uh, yeah the, the the guy that went to jail for like fraud and yes. rape and shit, yeah. and now all of a sudden he's out of jail and he does a show with his wife. Anyway, uh, <laughs> dude, we got to wrap up the show because I didn't eat all day and it's eight ten and we've only we've almost been on for an hour. How did you not eat today? I ate, I ate today, but I'm hungry now, so what I'm like, in, what are you in the mood for? Uh, I, I'm not doing McDonald's again, dude. Right, dude, we it's it's every week we go to McDonald's. I got a spicy chicken sandwich. They're good. I know, but can we go someplace else? We'll figure it out in the car. All right, we'll figure it out in the car. <laughs> I can't wait to eat when I get home. By the way, we've been doing a fantastic job. I, f- I sound like Trump. A fantastic job with our social media here at Last Out Media. Yep, yep. And uh, from the Newsweek. So I want to thank Patrick, who's been controlling the what? Twitter. Twitter. Vince, you've been doing a great job with Instagram. Yes. I'm doing my thing with Facebook because I'm a boomer, allegedly. Yep. Yeah, we gave him On Facebook. Brand. We gave yeah. him the Facebook. And we are, we are selling t-shirts. Yes. And they are fire t-shirts. I mean, they are really nice the, looking the front t-shirts. Give and everything. the, uh, give the uh, camera a little view. Yeah, the, I got it. Give the camera a little view, but to our listening audience, it has the little last... Of the t-shirt. Yes, of the t-shirt. No, Taylor of like the sunset. <laughs> There you go. It's got the last out media emblem on the left uh, on the left on the left breast. It's got a frocket. You guys are gonna want this. Yeah, you guys it's are gonna want frocket. this. This is gonna put like uh, what the, what the hell is that? Vineyard 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 vines. <laughs> vineyard vines. It's gonna put them out of business. But uh, not not the uh, the Jim Nance line though. With I don't know. I, I hate Jim Nance. He has his own line with vineyard vines. Does he actually? Yeah, actually? You're joking. That's interesting. God, he's got to stop. God, I he hate I hate to say he's got to stop being a person soon. <laughs> Wait, being like, a person? Yeah, yeah. he's got to stop. If you like, want to, if you, wanna, I think Jim Nance has run his course. That's that's dark. <laughs> I <laughs> mean, he can go away. Like, just get out of the public eye. Okay. I'm not I saying die. Can, die. can you have the Masters at least, dude? I'd rather have OJ. Oh, yeah, that's fine. I'm yeah, watch no, <laughs> he's great on the Masters, but everything else, it's like Jim Nance is not like, and he's not interesting at all. He's very boring. Hello. I want to go to sleep every single time. I, I I look at the the guy looks tired even. Like, you look at Jim Nancy, he's like, man, that guy's tired. And then he makes you tired. But he's still fun in the Capital One commercials. But he's irrelevant as a human. All right, let's not focus too much on Jim Nance here. We're trying to sell merch. Anyway, yeah, if you want to uh, find the link. By the way, this is how you know it's good merch. It's not endorsed by Jim Nance or his shitty yeah. clothing line. If you want to find some of the links to 
get in touch with us for the merch on Facebook. You got you can hit up Seamus. Uh, that'll just be at just from the nosebleeds. Uh, Twitter we have Pat running that at mm-hmm. FTNB Pod. And then I'm on Instagram, and then just from the nosebleeds. And if podcast, you want to text no me, if you want to text me, two one five four two one zero nine three zero. I, I don't care. Give that his actual number. That's my actual number. You could text me if you're interested. Your size, <laughs> and uh, your uh, Venmo information. A- anyway, find us on some social media. I I might DM us for information yeah. on what on size, we, everything you want. Um, but yeah, these shirts are fire. Just it, come get them, believe Vince me. Vince is so frustrated at me Because I just want to plug the merch and you won't shut up. I'm the one that brought up plugging the merch. You wouldn't have even done it if I didn't bring it up. I was going to do it. And that's a fact, <laughs> Jack. Pat's the architect Yeah, but guess it, so what? I, he, I know how he operates. He would have waited until the, uh, the, uh, the, 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 the music going out to do it, and then it no. gets cut off. <laughs> I was literally waiting for one of you guys to shut up so I could do it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, just buy our fucking t-shirt. <laughs> yeah, that, that's, that's the motto Honestly, yeah, Buy our fucking merch. Listen, I'm going to tweet that out after. Well, one, one more thing. Buy our fucking and, t-shirts and, and i want to be a, as professional as i can i appreciate all the listeners all the downloads all the youtube uh not youtube this isn't on youtube but all the streamers i really do appreciate it and i want to be professional but we give you guys good content every week if you want to have a nice shirt 30 dollar donation that helps the podcast we're taking it to the moon this is what we want to when you if if you buy our merch when when you buy our just merch, buy the fucking we want to see you guys Either send in to whatever yeah. one of our social medias a video, maybe shotgunning a beer, maybe oh, drinking yeah. a beer. Yes. Pictures, videos, just drinking beers, yep. wearing our merch. Yep, yep. that will it's make... It's a combo that was made in heaven. That'll make Vince so horny, it's not even funny. Yeah, and, and drink a beer, you and know, in my also, in honor of me. Also, if you want to buy two, you can make one into a cutoff. So, I mean, that's what I'm going to do. So, yeah, buy exa- the merch. That's exactly. The so, uh, yeah, drink beers wearing our merch. Buy the merch first, obviously. And also... Put it on and drink beers in it. Do all that. And if you guys have any suggestion for like other merch, yeah, besides shirts, because I'm trying to do some koozies, I'm trying Ooh. to do some. Listen, it's it's getting to be summertime, but you're gonna need to protect your ears. I would like to do some like some nice like skull caps and maybe some baseball caps and maybe 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 some James will be maybe some belts, <laughs> maybe some belts, maybe some pants, maybe some uh, 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 glasses. You anyway. know, Harley Davidson has her own glasses. What about from the nosebleeds? Fucking glasses. <laughs> That's all coming. Get yeah. it on the ground. Get it on the ground floor here. Noah, you're a great musician, but still not better than Bruce. Not even close. All right, we'll see you guys next week. Buy Bye the merch. Guys. Step off through, destroy my disguise. I'm brought back to life. Never seen something so divine.